You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I do have to apologize for our one week layoff, and I'll explain that to you uh, in a few seconds. So uh, disclaimer, if you do notice me sounding a little bit like, you know, congested and about to cough kind of thing, please do uh, forgive me because I am actually still recovering from my sickness last week. I really wanted to do TKO last week, especially with everything that had happened, like all the fights that had happened in the weekend prior. But unfortunately, your girl, I don't know what I caught, okay? But whatever I caught, it led to a really nasty sinus infection mixed with like flu-like symptoms. I really don't know what it was. So I went on antibiotic treatments and it helped a little bit, but even as you can tell right now, it's been about a week and a half and I'm still dealing dealing with symptoms. I'm actually very surprised that I've recorded like two minutes of this thus far and haven't really broken it, broken out into a cough or lost my voice. <clears throat> Although I, it seems like I'm about to jinx myself. But uh, yeah, so it's been really impacting um, like it's from my chest i don't know what it is like i do cough a lot and the coughs don't sound good and um hopefully i get better and i just wanted to bring this up because i know that whatever the sickness is it's going around a lot actually uh i've been personally seeing a lot of people in my workplace uh dealing with the same symptoms so please take care of yourself everybody and your health matters a lot uh and i know like it's just the worst time to be catching a sickness whatever the bug is especially because it's summertime and you want to go out and enjoy yourself but just take care of yourself okay because mm, your health matters the most ah <sighs> okay i'm just like thinking okay can i actually go through the whole episode without breaking into a cough or just like my my voice giving out but let's just cross our fingers and be optimistic. So for that reason, you might also notice that my voice is not as, I don't know, energetic as it may sound normally. And I do apologize, but I really didn't want to go two weeks of no TKO for you guys, especially because so much is happening in the world of combat sports. So I really did see it within my responsibility to record TKO. But uh, yeah, just a disclaimer again. I'll be kind of keeping my voice low and not really trying not to get too excited with my voice because I'll just lose my voice for the rest of the day. So I really hope that that is okay with y'all. And it's coming in. Uh, We can actually have a phenomenal episode this week. So I hope everybody's been keeping well and enjoying their summer. And yeah, man, hanging in there. 
So, uh, oops, I switched into the wrong tab. So showing up some science stuff, but I meant to switch into a tab here talking about some of the events that we have coming up for the world of mixed martial arts. So this upcoming weekend, we have a UFC fight night happening between Tom Aspinall and Marcin Tabora. It's a heavyweight bout. It's happening in London, UK. Now, mind you, this is happening. The main event or the main card rather is happening at 3 p.m. Eastern time because it's happening in the UK. So just be aware of that. And it seems like it's a, it's a pretty interesting card. I see a lot of European fighters, especially British fighters here. So should be fun. Um, but I'm not sure if we're going to be having enough time to break down this whole fight card. But if you do have time and you can actually watch these uh, fights, I would highly recommend that you tune in and watch this fight night happening in the UK. So the other thing that I just realized watching or looking at the fight schedules for the UFC in the upcoming weeks is another phenomenal bout that I personally have been looking forward to for the longest time. And we've already been talking about here on TKO is the next UFC pay-per-view event, which is going to be UFC 291 which is happening in two weeks, July 29th. It's happening in Salt Lake City in the States. And it's going to be headlined by an amazing lightweight bout between Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. And this is going to be for the BMF belts that is supposedly for the baddest man on the planet uh, to crown the baddest man on the planet. Now we already know previously this, this crown and belt uh, belonged to none other than Mr. Street Jesus Jorge Masvidal. So since Masvidal has retired from the world of combat sports. So now uh, Justin Poirier and Justin Gaethje are going to be fighting for this belt to crown the new champion, the, the new BMF champion, although it's not a real thing. But uh, we would love to see it, right? Because we already know how badass both of these fighters are, how perseverant they are. Um, and I feel like they're probably the best candidates to put their names forward for this new BMF belt because they don't back down in any fight that they've had. And they're not afraid to get hurt and to get down and dirty with how they're fighting. So they're perfect candidates, in my opinion. And I'm very, very excited to see them fight each other. I can't recall if the two have already fought each other before. But in either case, this is going to be really exciting. Now, I'm, I'm really... Okay, I'm looking at the odds right now, and uh, actually, they have fought before. Never mind. Um, I'm looking at the fight odds right now, and seems like Dustin Poirier is a little bit of a favorite in this fight compared to Justin Gaethje, um, and I'm thinking that that has to uh, be attributed to the fact that Dustin Poirier uh, was the champion or the interim champion at some point in the lightweight division. 
So for that reason, um, he's deemed as a little bit of a favorite over Justin Gaethje. And so I really predict this fight to be a very, very exciting one out there. Now, I'm looking at some of the other fights that are going to be happening on this fight card. Listen, y'all, listen. The UFC, whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Because for the common event, we have a light heavyweight champion, not the championship, a light heavyweight bout, which is still pretty exciting, between Jan Blakovich, who was the former champion, and Alex Pereira. So this fight is going to be very, very exciting. Um, Alex Pereira, we know him from when he fought against um, Andrea Adesanya in the middleweight division. So middleweight division is a weight division lighter than light heavyweight. So for this fight, Alex Pereira has uh, decided to move up a weight division to the light heavyweight division. And I'm very excited to see how this fight is going to play out. Jan Blakovich is more of a striker, and so is Alex Pereira. He comes from a very strong kickboxing background, but again, it'll be interesting to see if he can perform the same way that he did back over in middleweights now that he's moved up a weight division to light heavyweights. Um, that being said, though, I feel like Alex Pereira would have better... Um, ways of executing kickboxing skills in this fight against Jan Blakovich, which I think is going to be uh, pretty crucial because what the the heavier you get in weight divisions, the more powerful your shots and strikes would become. So in this case, if someone at the caliber of Alex Pereira is executing high-level kickboxing at the light heavyweight division, you already know you're in big trouble. So I really do see that as a huge challenge for Jan Blakovich. But at the same time, Jan Blakovich, he's been in this weight division for longer than Alex Pereira has been. Nonetheless, very exciting fight. Cannot wait to see how it all go down. Goodness me, look at the third last fight of the evening. We're going to be having... A legend, <laughs> a man who is just like next level and is an all-time fan favorite. Tony Ferguson is back, everybody. He is going to be fighting off against Bobby Green. And oh boy, this fight. Okay, so that's what I was saying. The UFC the matchmakers knew exactly what they were doing in this case. I feel like these are amazing matchups. Um, and some things that, you know, as the fans, like we, I feel like we wouldn't necessarily sit down and be like, oh, you know, like I, I really want to see these two fight. But now that the, the matches have been made, they make complete sense to the fans, especially because in this case, you know, <clears throat> we know that Tony Ferguson is a very unorthodox fighter. And what do I mean by that? So he comes from a very strong jiu-jitsu background as well as a striking background. And the way that he trains and is just used to fighting, he he he's just so creative with how he fights. And for that reason, it's very hard to predict his moves at times. And that's what really makes him an, a very, very exciting fighter to watch. And Bobby Green is kind of on the same page uh, in the sense that his striking is just 
he's so relent relentless with his striking and he just keeps on coming forward until he just demolishes you and um he's pretty much almost like a cyborg when he's fighting because he again doesn't care how much he gets hit how much damage he acquires himself but he just wants to keep on uh, coming forward and um utilize his striking skills to um do whatever it takes to cause the most damage to his opponent so in this case this fight when i when i um put my eyes on this match i just wow uh, i think this is the best the ufc could do in terms of finding a really great matchup for tony ferguson and bobby green as well um especially because uh in the case of tony ferguson you know we we all love him right but um tony ferguson's been in the game for for a hot minute now and um you know for the recent fights that he's been having i feel like in terms of the matchups that he's been having he didn't really have the best luck when it came to those fights and he suffered some back-to-back -back losses which i think negatively reflected on uh, just his performance as a fighter over the most recent years so the ufc didn't really try to match him up against um, i guess top tier fighters in the recent years because they just i don't know they saw those performances and they didn't really think that tony ferguson had it in him anymore which is which was definitely a wrong perception um i think in fighting um yes you can train all you want and you know you you could put out your absolute best but it's also very important the sort of matchups that you are faced with um and that that is um true for you know young and up and coming prospects or veterans doesn't matter matchups really play a huge role in your success um you could have you could be the best fighter you could have the worst matchup and it really negatively impacts your career in this case um i don't know if the ufc just kind of they were overwhelmed with new talent in their organization so ju they just kind of forgot about oh you know like people like tony ferguson are, are still there right but now the story is different and again i don't know who is actually coming up with these matchups but whoever it is shout out to them because they're doing it right in my opinion so tony ferguson versus bobby green is coming up also in two weeks make sure you do not miss this fight i personally really miss watching tony ferguson fight so i'll be definitely tuning in into this fight some of the other names that i'm seeing here uh th but i'm unfortunately for the sake of time i'm not going to be having a lot of time to go into their um fight specifics michael kias is fighting recently he's been mostly involved in fight commentary uh he's going to be fighting off against kevin holland amazing fight and uh we also have another welterweight bout on the roster we have Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Okay, he's making a comeback. Interesting. He's going to be fighting off against Michelle Pereira. Um, and <laughs> okay, you're probably wondering why I'm laughing. So uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and TKO go a, a bit back. Uh, and I've probably said this story multiple times, and I feel like I say it every time Stephen Wonderboy Thompson has a fight. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, you know, shout out to him. Not, I don't have anything bad to say about him, but 
there was a time that Mr. Winwood Thompson came to Guelph, Ontario, our hometown, for a karate seminar. And knowing that, your girl right here reached out to him directly saying, hey, Mr. Thompson, la, la, la. Uh, I would love to have you on my show. You know, if you have any time, I know your, your schedule is pretty packed, but you know, if we can also just do something beforehand so that it's also like a promotion of your upcoming seminar in Guelph, like I would love to do it if you have time. So we decided to do um, a Zoom or I don't know what it was at the time. I think it was Skype or something. <laughs> this was prior to the Zoom era. Uh, we decided to do a Skype interview and uh, he agreed multiple times to be on TKO. <clears throat> and the first time that we did it, something came up. The second time that we we're going to do it, another thing came up. And I just said, wow. Okay. I see how it is. I know I'm no Joe Rogan, but, you know, there is a lit Like, I would just appreciate it if he was just going to give me a heads up so I wouldn't be in the studio super late at night when the janitors were cleaning out the CFRE, the CFRE studios and I was just waiting there for two hours two straight hours for Mr. Winnable Thompson to not show up okay anyways enough saltiness about the situation and I know it's been a few years but nonetheless you know it's like I don't know how to put it. It's like, you know, when you're excited to see your childhood heroes and then when the time comes, you're just incredibly disappointed. That's exactly how it felt like. But it's OK. We move on in life. Um, and that was what it was. But yeah, so that was a story <laughs> with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. And he's supposed to be fighting in two weeks. So good for him. Wish him all the best. Uh, but overall, it's going to be a very exciting fight. I'm really excited to see how he's going to be fighting against uh, Michelle Pereira, especially because Pereira is a very tough contender. He is very fluid with his movements, and uh, he's also kind of like he gives a Tony Ferguson vibe in terms of his unorthodoxy, if you will, in his fights. And uh, I think it's going to be a very huge challenge to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, actually. So that's that. Um, who else we have here fighting? We have a lot of amazing fighters fighting on this card. Uh, but you know what? Because next week is officially going to be fight week for this fight or fight card. I'll be talking about these fights in more detail then. But just wanted to give you guys a small heads up so that we kind of like prepare for it mentally because again i knew that this fight this fight card was happening but i didn't know it was this this close to us and just a testament of how fast time goes by right so there you go there's that um the other thing that i wanted to talk about today briefly is a fight that happened actually last friday that i i really really want to talk to you guys about so one championship and i know that we don't talk about these non-ufc organizations as much but i feel like we we should really start doing it more often especially with uh organizations like one championship i really do applaud them for how creative they are with uh the presentation of their work if you will because i think they're one of the only combat sports organizations that 
integrate all for all forms of combat sports um, into their events so if you tune into a one championship card you'll see that for one bout you have like combat jiu-jitsu for another bout you have um, kickboxing for the next bout you have full-on mma and to me i feel i feel like it's the wisest and the smartest way to get it done because not only do you attract fans from all aspects of combat sports therefore more viewership especially because they're they've like dispersed it throughout the whole fight it's not like oh and for the first one third of the show we're going to be having mma and that and that right because that way you know people tune in and then they they uh like stop the broadcast if their favorite sport is just done broadcasting but this way they they alternate the bouts so often they have you hooked in like i personally i'll be totally honest with you guys i love brazilian jiu-jitsu but you know also like for scheduling purposes and like for time purposes like as as much as i would love to watch these combat jiu-jitsu fights i personally wouldn't really have the time to just like go out and watch these fights on a separate card but now that they've been integrated into a full-on card amongst mma fights um, i'm more likely to watch them and i feel like it's also great exposure to those other fighters uh, or should i say athletes and it's just amazing it's an amazing way to do it and shout out to their marketing people or whoever whoever's idea it was to get it done this way i think it's a brilliant idea actually so this past friday we had an amazing one championship fight or card rather um and it was it was very cool there were a lot of fights um that were on it that were just amazing and uh the quality of fights were also pretty phenomenal in my opinion and another great aspect about their fight cards, especially as of recently, is that they uh, broadcasted on a platform that is accessible to most people. So recently they've been having their fights on Prime Video, and this is a platform that uh, a lot of people subscribe to, and it's not something that you have to purchase every single time as a pay-per-view, which is great. It's good for our pockets, and we also get to enjoy the fights whenever they happen, right? And um, it's just amazing. So, okay, that's uh, all I want to say about their marketing and uh, show promotion strategies. But this past Friday, a really interesting fight happened on the... Uh, one championship fight card that I really want to talk about today. So uh, I previously talk about, talked about Amir Aliakbari, who is a Iranian MMA fighter and a former world wrestling champion. He was a former, I think, yeah, a former world Greco-Roman uh, champion. And uh, he's had amazing accomplishments in the world of wrestling and very Recently, I would say as of the past maybe six years, five, six years, he decided to switch over to the MMA realm. And uh, he's been training very hard at different fight camps. Um, he was even part of the Ryzen um, Grand Prix tournament uh, that was happening back in Japan. 
and he's faced off against many interesting opponents, including um, UFC veterans like Mirko Krokop and other other folks. So uh, overall, it's been uh, he's had a very interesting MMA career thus far. Now for a while, well, actually, I do. I feel like we also have to give him props for the fact that he is. I think the first ever Iranian straight out of Iran who is um, fighting MMA and is trying to make MMA legal in his home country. And, you know, for that reason, he's been uh, as of recent years, he's been putting a lot of effort into making that happen. So he hadn't been training as rigorously and hadn't been putting a lot of focus into his own training. But recently, he has been focusing on his own training and getting back into it. And indeed, he got back into it uh, this past Friday. He it, he fights in the heavyweight division at one championship. And this past Friday, he fought against Dustin uh, Johnson. Joyson? John Johnson. <laughs> John, I think it's Johnson. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I'm looking at how it's uh, spelled out here. I think it's Johnson. Joyson Johnson. Okay, anyways. Um, so he fought him and Ali Ali Bari has a very prominent way of fighting whenever he gets into it. He's very famous for his crucifix uh movements. So because of his wrestling, his amazing wrestling skills, he would try to first, you know, test the waters, try to strike with you a little bit, and then he would take you down. And once you're down, he would immediately go on top of you, put you in a crucifix position and try to finish you through um, punches and elbows and ground pound. And that's exactly what he did this past Friday. And uh, after the fact, he actually called out the champion at one championship, uh, Anatoly uh, Malikin, who he has actually previously fought uh, in 2021. And all honestly, I don't think that he was very ready for that fight um, when he first fought him. But now, you know, after seeing how he looked on Friday nights and the the hardcore training that he's been exposed to over the past few months, I feel like he's his mind is in it. His in terms of physicality, he's in it more. So I have hope that he's gonna have a higher rate of success facing off against the champion this time around and he called them inside the ring and the the two just they had a face off they almost started fighting it was just absolutely just nuts and um he also got a fifty thousand dollar performance bonus which is actually one of the other things that i love about one championship their um ceo is Mr. Chatry. I, I forget his last name, but he is very generous and he takes care of his fighters super duper well. And every time a fighter has pretty good performance, he gets rewarded or they would get rewarded with uh, $50,000. And Miran Lakebari also got the performance bonus. It was just so nice to watch and it's just good to see him bounce back to where he should be um especially because i feel like you know just as we were starting to see him come to his prime things happened he got distracted with other tasks and uh, he fell off his grind but now i feel like he's 
back on the right track and hopefully we do see him go back to his prime so we'd love to see Ali Akbari fight against Malikan in the near future it's gonna be a very amazing fight and also just wanted to give him a huge shout out because y'all know I'm Persian Mir Ali Akbari is Persian so you know it's just mm, I love to I love to see this man shine you know what I mean so love that for him all right so you guys I don't know if you noticed but I really had to uh, pause the audio to have a few coughs here and there and pop some cough drops here and there so I wouldn't I wouldn't you know my vocal cords wouldn't collapse during this episode but uh, I really do apologize if uh, my voice wasn't the best that it could be at this point but I'm really happy that we got through this episode and I really uh, just wanted to, you know, get back in touch with you guys and to just get back on that TKO grind. You know what I mean? So hopefully by next week, I feel better and we can be back stronger than ever with TKO. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that's the, that's all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janon right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.